0: I missed this. <laughs> Gone, gone, gone. (laughs) Hello, everyone, and welcome to worship from the First Presbyterian Church of Quincy Sanctuary. It's good to be back. I've been away for a few Sundays. Uh, Big thanks to Ruth and Ben and Ruth for covering for me on these online services. And when we were able to be in person on the soccer field as well, um, it was a a break that I needed uh, because I had some writing to finish. So I thank them uh, for covering. I thank uh, Lisa and Beverly uh, in the office for covering for me. And I thank all of y'all for giving me a little bit of space to get that writing done. Um, Got a couple hundred pages written (laughs) Don't everybody line up at once to read it? Really, (laughs) don't line up to read it. It's 200 pages, it'll put you to sleep, but it's done. So now we wait and see how it's received, but at least that part is behind me and I couldn't have done it without you, so thanks so very much. Uh, Thanks also for being here, for watching uh, this service online, for us to be together, uh, bound together by the Holy Spirit, Uh, It is a blessing and it is a gift. And if you feel up to it, if you feel safe enough, you can worship with us in person on the soccer fields at 11 o'clock on Sunday mornings uh, so we can be out there spaced and masked up. Uh, Everybody saying staying safe. Uh, I hear from more and more of our members of the congregation and members of the community that have been able to get A vaccination. Now there are a lot of us that have not made it that far up the list yet, so keep the masks up. Keep us safe uh, as we're waiting our turn, but it is good news uh, that that is happening, so um, we're pleased with that. Uh, There are some things uh, going on this week in the life of the church I'd like to share with you before we get into worship. First, as always, please remember those on our prayer list. Uh, please remember T. Henson on the passing of her brother, Ray Monroe. Remember all the Monroes and the Hensons uh, during this time of mourning. Please uh, keep those that you receive uh, our prayer list on Thursdays. Keep all of those folks in your thoughts and prayers. There are folks that are dealing with illnesses and treatments, preparing for surgeries, recovering from surgeries, healing from accidents. Just feeling not their best, um, and your prayers help. So I thank you for those and keep them coming. Uh, I do want to remind you that next Sunday, the 14th, is Valentine's Day. It is also Transfiguration of the Lord Sunday. It is also Communion Sunday. So if you are going to participate in worship online, Uh, have what you need, your juice and your crackers, your bread, ready for communion. We will do that online. If you can be with us, uh, please, as you're coming to set your things up, go by the table. We're going to give you what you need ahead of time rather than passing it around during the service. And then we will partake together uh, in person uh, for communion. Uh, There are things going on in the life of the church this week. Circles do meet this week. Also, uh, deacons have a meeting on Tuesday, session uh, and Old Philadelphia have a meeting on Wednesday. Those meetings are at 530 on those days and be looking for your Zoom invite on Monday. So you will get that and we will meet via Zoom. Uh, There are some neat things happening in the life of the church this week. First of all, uh, Sunday is the Super Bowl, which means Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday. So we collect cans of soup or dollar bills or a few dollar bills or a check even. Uh, And it goes to our food bank so that we can share with uh, folks in our community. It is a neat ministry that started few decades ago now in Columbia, South Carolina, a youth director said, you know, it's Super Bowl, big football game, let's collect cans of soup. Any Simple, food. huh? Any food. Any food, but it started super, soup, 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 get it? Anyway, neat idea, but people bring canned goods, non-perishables. Uh, If you bring them to us, we'll put them in the food bank bank, and we will share them. The other neat thing that's happening is the Columbia Friendship Circle at Columbia Theological Seminary. This is Columbia Friendship Circle month. So you can make a donation, make the check out to First Presbyterian Church Quincy, and then uh, put in the memo line, uh, CFC or Columbia Friendship Circle uh, scholarships or offering. Uh, and we'll send one check it is a neat scholarship it is the one scholarship that i earned when i was in uh, seminary or perhaps that i was eligible for when i was in seminary because it is for families who are at seminary together and i had children yay congratulations Congratulations. yeah Tamara did the work i got the scholarship (laughs) that's how it is but um it's a wonderful scholarship and it's a way to support families. You like that? You missed me, didn't you? There you (laughs) go. All right. Um, Also tonight, I'm assuming you're watching this Sunday, so tonight there is youth. Uh, Youth group is meeting from 5 till 7 p.m. sharp. The five you know, 5.05 is okay, but at 7 it's over. We're going to send them all home to you so that they can watch the Super Bowl at home, so make sure you're here at 7 to pick up your kids, um, but we will have a youth group this evening from 5 to 7. As I always do, I do thank you for keeping up <clears throat> with your pledges, your gifts, your tithes, your offerings. Uh, we're just rolling along. Uh, we're not worshiping the way that we're used to, maybe we are used to it now a little (laughs) bit, Um, but we're still doing the work of Christ in our community and your pledges, your gifts, your offerings, help us to do that. Did I miss anything? Not that y'all know, that was plenty. Okay, very well. Uh, In my notes, it says drink water because I'm losing my voice always at this time. But um, thanks Scott, thanks Tamara for keeping this going while I was away. Thank y'all for always being here and making this work out well. Thanks to Chris and Jenna. Today, McKenna and Cameron for music, Ian uh, for Preludes. Thanks to everybody. Now, friends, let us um, joyfully join our hearts, minds, and souls together. Let us prepare ourselves for worship the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Good Heavenly Father, with joy and awe, with compassion and amazement, we praise you for claiming us as your children and for pouring your Holy Spirit upon us. Help us to prepare this earth for your glory and to shine your light on all your children for the sake of the one whose birth and baptism and shared meal of communion has taught us how to be your people and how we might transform the world. God, the creator, create in us the willingness and ability to reflect Christ's goodness, to become beacons of compassion, kindness, generosity, honesty, empathy, patience, and peace. Inspire in us loving hearts that we would recognize your many blessings and that we would be eager to share your blessings with others. Heal our world of illness, conflict, despair, poverty, and pain. Help us to recognize and help with your good work. Use us to make our communities and the world a better place for all of your children help us to always act in good faith and to never lose hope in you or in each other all this we pray in the name of jesus christ who in addition to everything else also taught us to pray together this prayer saying our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Friends, we are blessed with the music uh, provided for us, uh, offered to the Lord for the Lord's glory uh, by McKenna. Uh, for our first anthem. It is the old hymn, Take My Life. Thank you so very much, McKenna. Um, while she's singing, you don't get to see us talking, but there was a question asked, is the name of that hymn really, Take My Life? Because that doesn't sound all that joyous.
1: I think that's what it
0: is. <laughs> <laughs> But the way we do our hymns in our hymn book is you just take the first line of the hymn, and this one actually is, Take My Life and Let It Be Consecrated Unto Thee. And that's just a little bit long. So take my life. But it is about God's call in our life, the way we might be prepared for God's work. So thank you, McKenna. Thank you for the question. Really? Thank you for the question. (laughs) All right. Hey, um, Scott, Tamara, I have a question for y'all. Do you know any theologians? once. You meant Walter Brueggemann <laughs> once?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we we had a theologian here with us last um, February a year ago. Uh, Brown. Bill Brown? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you remember Bill Brown. We had one before that as well, right? Uh, yeah. Does. Yeah, Carol Howard Merritt. Yeah? yeah. Everybody who's come this thing is the theologian right here's the other thing y'all are theologians yes <laughs> well, cool. <laughs> cool i get a giggle and i get a cool um that makes me think that one is nervous by it and one is maybe scarily thrilled by it yeah, it's yes hard. but here's the deal um we're all theologians um every one of us. Now, some of us are better than others, not me, just some put, uh, not saying I'm better, but what I'm saying is that some put their heart, mind, and soul into being a theologian to, to, to carefully thinking through theology. Um, and some don't. So, um, so those you got to watch out for a little bit, but, um, heads up kids, we're going to do some theology. Uh, But first, we're going to read our passages for the day. Uh, Our first scripture lesson for today is from the 119th Psalm, verses 105 and 107. That's a hint. Any idea uh, what the longest Psalm in the book of Psalms is? 119th?
1: Yeah.
0: Good, very good because Today's passage is from verses 105 to 107. How many verses are there in 119th? A hundred and oh my goodness, 176 verses. Uh, I was really waiting for you to <laughs> sing 176 trombones. That would have worked. All right, see, nothing is planned. <laughs> But it is a long psalm. It is a psalm of praise. Each section in the psalm is assigned a letter in the Hebrew alphabet. So you're kind of going through the alphabet as you are reading the psalm. But today, uh, our two verses are these. A reminder of God's sovereignty and power, God's authority, because God is righteous. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. I have taken an oath and confirmed it, that I will follow your righteous laws. I have suffered much. Preserve my life, O Lord, according to your word. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. What do you say for
1: the people of God?
0: The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. <laughs> They're like Pavlov's dogs. That's right, they're trained theologians. Okay, our second lesson today, we're continuing in the book of Luke. This is the seventh chapter, verses 1 through 17. Uh, We have, over the past few weeks, been reading about uh, Jesus claiming authority, uh, God giving Jesus authority. Uh, And this is another case, this is a case of uh, authority recognized and acknowledged, uh, um, amazement, and some compassion. So, hear now the word of the Lord. When Jesus had finished saying all this, in the hearing of the people, he entered Capernaum. There was a centurion's servant, whom his master valued highly, who was sick and about to die. The centurion heard of Jesus and sent some elders of the Jews to him, asking him to come and heal his servant. When they came to Jesus, they pleaded earnestly with him, this man deserves to have you do this because he loves our nation and has built our synagogue. So Jesus went with them. He was not far from the house when the centurion sent friends to say to him, Lord, don't trouble yourself. For I do not deserve to have you come under my roof. That is why I do not even consider myself worthy to come to you. But say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I myself am a man under authority, with soldiers under me. I tell this one, go, and he goes, and that one, come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed at him, and turning to the crowd following him, he said, I tell you, I have not found such great faith even in Israel. Then the man who had been sent returned to the house and found the servant was well. Okay, that's the first part. I'm going to stop because we're going to be theologians, right? right. So what would you hear? A man
1: who didn't think he was worthy and who wasn't considered a follower.
0: A man who did not think he was worthy and did not wasn't considered, wasn't considered a follower. They, the, the folks faith. from the synagogue, said to him or said to Jesus, "You know, listen to this guy. He's pretty good. He loves our country and he helped us with the synagogue." Suggesting that he's not one of us, but he helped us. Yeah, Scott. Yeah, I, I, I heard the part. Really? <laughs> you heard that too? Yeah. Here, that, here's the thing, I got to tell you both, nothing, you can't say anything wrong, okay? There's nothing that's going to be heretical, there's nothing that, that's going to shock anybody, so just share, it's okay, yeah?
1: Well, he, Jesus was amazed because he said, Just your word, I know your authority, I understand what authority is, but just your word, you don't even have to be present, just your word is enough.
0: The, the centurion said, Uh, sent this message to Jesus that just your word is enough I know your authority I know that you are powerful um, that you have authority from God I recognize that authority in you right right because Jesus is special he's like special yeah
1: yeah I think that was the part where he was coming I read it on the internet what? what? internet
0: <laughs> <No>. internet No. <laughs> No. What? No? Cut that. Okay. Um, moving on. We're good? We're good?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, Scott read somewhere that Jesus had authority. Yes. That was very good. Thank you. Okay. Um, and, and Tamara suggests that that authority goes beyond just the community that Jesus was part of. Right, it's a big part of what being a Christian is. Um, what who said that? Uh, spread the gospel, teach the gospel, um, share the gospel always. Sometimes use words. That
1: wasn't Henry right Narnam, was
0: it? Saint Francis of Assisi.
1: <laughs> you might want to. Cut. Right.
0: <laughs> But that, that's part of what we're called to do, right? Is to share the gospel outside of the community of people who are familiar with it. And we share it with how we are. Uh, and that is to be more like Jesus, right? And when you do, um, you get to share the good news of Jesus's authority and power and grace and compassion. So, um, thinking about compassion, let's go to the second part. Is that all right? Have you had enough of the first? No? We're going to move on anyway. You can come back if you like. I'll listen to it again later. Okay. All right. Here we go. Um, Soon afterwards, this is after the servant has been made well just by the word of the Lord. Soon afterward, Jesus went to a town called Nain, and his disciples and a large crowd went along with him. As he approached the town gate, a dead person was being carried out the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And a large crowd from the town was with her. When the Lord saw her, his heart went out to her, and he said, Don't cry. Then he went up and touched the coffin, and those carrying it stood still. He said, Young man, I say to you, get up. The dead man sat up and began to talk, and Jesus gave him back to his mother. They were all filled with awe and praised God. A great prophet has appeared among us, they said. God has come to help God's people. This news about Jesus spread throughout Judea and the surrounding country. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. God. I did it better that time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right, so what do you hear in this second part? The first, if the first was amazement and recognition of authority, The second is what?
1: Well, in the first one, we had people of authority asking.
0: People of authority were asking in the first one, so suggesting uh, they recognize a higher authority, maybe. Mm
1: -hmm. But Jesus was also recognizing people outside of the faith.
0: And people outside the faith.
1: And then in this one, this is a woman who is it's noted that she's a widow and that her only son has died. So that means she is now without any sort of um, place
0: in society. So we went from the powerful seeking help to a woman who's a widow. Her husband has died and now her only son has died. And if you um, remember any teaching of the last 13 years or so, um, you know that context matters and that at that time, a widow with no son to care for her is in a heap of big trouble. Um, She can't earn a living um, unless somebody else takes pity on her and helps her. She is completely, totally at the mercy of the community and of strangers. She is in a bad, bad way and Here's the interesting thing. One of the interesting things I find in the passage, she doesn't ask for help, right? right? She's just walking the he sees her and he can feel, he can feel her pain. There's a connection there. And he doesn't say to her, don't be afraid. He says to her, don't cry. Don't cry. Just I'm here, I'm here. And he does an amazing thing. He, he resurrects a dead man, right? But he, he did it because he felt something in her. He felt her anguish and he wanted to relieve that anguish. He wanted to, to reach out with compassion to her. I think because he has, Jesus has something that we have to work for. He has naturally an empathy. And empathy. I think we could all see that happening and we can sympathize, which is different. That's just seeing something saying, oh that's sad, but to empathize is to feel it, to be there with the person through it. Um, Tamara has this really neat quote from Henri Nouwen, who?
1: Henry Nouwen.
0: Henry Nouwen, right? Do you remember what it was? We were talking about it the other night, um, about this passage, and it's that Jesus, the compassion of Jesus is to condescend to us, right? Henry Nowin said that Jesus um, lived out in his earthly life a downward mobility, that Jesus came down to us rather than striving for up, It's almost like a bell's going (laughs) off. A lot of
1: them.
0: A lot of them, yeah. (laughs) Prayers for whatever's happening, for sure. All right. So, he calls it a downward mobility. Jesus came to us. We sing in a hymn that God condescended to us, not looking down on us, but came down to us. Um, That Jesus came and lived a human life full of suffering hey how about that we suffered through the siren for a little while but jesus suffers through everything with us always and forever that jesus comes to experience the life that we live Um, and in this passage he heals and the suffering goes away. Now here's the tricky part about scripture. Suffering doesn't always go away. Um, the child isn't always revived. The loved one doesn't always make it. And that's a, that's a real struggle for folks. Um, why them? Why not mine? Why him and why not me? Um, But the thing to remember is that life is life, life is a gift, and life is fragile and unpredictable and beautiful and too short way too often. But that Jesus is with us through the entirety of life, that God is always with us through all of it, not out of sympathy, but out of compassion and love and grace and empathy, we're never alone through anything. So that is the promise.
1: Even when we can't
0: cry out. Even when we can't cry out. Even when we don't have words for it, even when we are angry, even when we are broken, even when we are haughty and prideful. Um, Always, always. Um, And I think that Henry Nouwen saying that Jesus would move downward to us is that gift of faith that's a reminder that as Jesus comes down to us, it is to lift us up with him. God loves a good turn of phrase, right? loves to turn things on their head. So God comes down so that we might rise up. It's kind of a cool thing. That's what a guitar chair theologian would say. Right? Y'all. Groovy. Groovy. That's that's the best observation of the day. All right. Hey, this has probably rambled on a long time um it might have felt like hours and hours to y'all but thank you both um and thank y'all um so friends let's uh say a prayer how about that lord we do thank you that you would come to us we thank you that you would be here to see us with eyes of compassion to feel what we feel with a heart of empathy to lift us up with a strength that we can't imagine. Lord, we thank you for all of that, all of it that we know through Christ the Son, in the presence of your Spirit. In the name of you, the good Father, the Christ who raises us up, the Holy Spirit who gives us strength. Thanks be to you, God, for the blessings of this faith family, Thanks be to God. Amen. We have a hymn that is offered now by Cameron. It is, There is a Balm in Gilead. Cameron, thank you so very much. Thanks, Tamara. Thanks, Scott. Um, you'll probably go over the same passage for Sunday school tomorrow, Scott. So, get on the internet, find some good stuff. Um, during the break, Scott was telling me how Jesus came down on a UFO from space. I saw it. He saw it. He saw pictures. No, no, no. on the intranet. On the intranet. Y'all be careful of the internet. There is some crazy stuff out there, rabbit holes to get lost in. Just don't. It's okay. All right. Hey, we do theology in community. We do theology together. We do theology in small groups and Sunday school and in worship by reaching out to friends and family, praying to God and the spirit to be with us. Theology is not something you do alone or in a vacuum. So, Reach out to folks, not on the internet, to real flesh and bone folks that you know and love. Do some theology. Talk about God's love and grace, the compassion and empathy of Christ, the presence and the strength of the Spirit that's with us always. All right, now friends that our hearts, minds and souls have been instructed, let us let God prepare them for whatever God calls us to do, receive now this holy blessing that will give you the strength to be God's people wherever you are. May the hope and the love of Jesus Christ, may the grace of God the good Father in heaven, and may the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you now, be with you always. Thanks be to God, and amen. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.
1: Bye. Blessed be the tie that binds our hearts in Christian love, love fellowship,
0: She had a full breakfast, didn't she? I know. I miss this.